नाकाले मृयते जंतु विद्धरशतरपी कुशाग्रेण संस्पृष्टो न जीवती हैव यू हर्ड ऑफ दिस सुभाषिता बिफोर इट इज फ्रॉम द ग्रेट वर्क कॉल्ड हितोपदेशा वेन आई फर्स्ट हर्ड दिस सुभाषिता आई कुडन कंप्लीटली अंडरस्टैंड द मीनिंग ऑफ दिस लेटर I actually heard to a story and through that I was able to get the complete meaning and I was convinced Today let's walk through the same story that helped me get convinced and in the end I will give you the meaning of the subhashita Let's begin There was once a huge forest in which a sage lived he would always spend a lot of time meditating oh oh one day while meditating all of a sudden Devi had appeared in front of the sage. Oh learned sage, I am pleased by your total focus and meditation. I would like to provide you with my unconditional grace and support. Come what may, you will be blessed with wealth and comfort. and fame if you choose to be among people you will also win their praise and they will adore you the sage is pleasantly surprised to see devi before him oh devi my pranams to you thank you why do i need your grace i never asked for it Oh sage don't deny my presence with you your penance for many years has compelled me to award you with this please don't deny this the sage humbly agrees next morning the sage is returning after having taken a bath in the river He suddenly notices heaps of gold at a distance. Ah, what do I see there? Is that gold? It seems like that. I'll go and check it out. The sage goes and does find a lot of gold coins. Hmm. I have walked this path every day. I have never seen gold here before. Where do these come from? And the two on top of this mountain. Did someone come and keep it here? Oh. This could also be because of the grace of Lakshmi Devi probably. Well, 
she did say that she is going to stay with me. Maybe it's because of her. I don't have any use for these gold coins. She did say yesterday that if I want to be with people, I can get fame and adoration. I have no use for these gold coins here. I am a sage. Maybe the king needs it. It's very, very intriguing, I tell you. I really, really want to test Lakshmi Devi now. He decides to go to the kingdom nearby. Once he is there, he sees the king sitting on his majestic throne, passing a judgment on a long pending case. The court was filled with people from across the kingdom and all his ministers and they were all waiting in bated breath. What is the king going to pronounce? The sage suddenly barges into the middle of the courtroom and everybody is taken aback and surprised at this behavior. <gasps> who is that who is barging in the courtroom like this? Don't they have any manners? But the king notices this and comes down from his throne to greet the sage. O oh, great sage, welcome. All of us here are blessed by your presence. And we... Oh! The whole court is shocked at what just had happened. It was the sage who had kicked the king and his crown had fallen on the ground. Everybody in the court is talking to themselves. Oh, has this sage gone mad? What's wrong with him? He has enraged our king, who actually bowed down to get his blessings. I wonder if the soldiers are going to capture him and then put him to death. Everyone is waiting to see how the king would react. All of them saw the king fall at the feet of the sage. Oh, great sage! Thank you! Thank you so much! You actually saved my life! To everybody's surprise, the king actually showed there was a scorpion that came out of the crown. <gasps> oh, a scorpion! Look, look, look! It was actually hidden in the crown of the king. Probably he put it on without noticing it. Oh, I can't imagine what would have happened without the sage doing this. Looking at this situation, the sage is also shocked. Hmm, is this a coincidence or did Lakshmi Devi actually safeguard me here? The king and the queen come down and they request and convince the sage to stay with them for some time. The king and the queen wanted to show gratitude towards the sage. The sage accepts the hospitality. Ideally, for the crime that he had committed, he should have been hanged to death. But no. Here he was being offered a bed of roses. Hmm, is this truly because of Lakshmi Devi's presence? Oh, 
not sure. Let me do something else. The same night, he again barged into the room in which the king and the queen were asleep. Just like a hunter would drag an animal cruelly, the sage, with his two strong hands, grabbed the king and the queen by their hair and started dragging them outside the palace. He also kicked soldiers who came there to stop him do this. While all this was happening, Lakshmi Devi, who was watching this, just couldn't understand. Lakshmi Devi thought hard and came up with a plan. The sage was out of the palace and all of a sudden, she had actually bought down the whole palace. It came crashing down. And again, the king fell at the feet of the sage. Oh, great sage, I am again ever grateful to you. You have tremendous knowledge, not just about the past and the present, but also about the future. You foresaw this and then came and saved my life again. How can I ever thank you again? The whole nation came together and celebrated the sage and praised him a lot. The sage is still enjoying the hospitality in the king's palace. A few days passed by and now the sage was actually strolling in the king's garden. He noticed an apple tree and particularly a fruit that was fully ripe and thought, Wow, this fruit is fully ripe and is worthy to be consumed by the king. I shall take this and hand it to the king with my choicest blessings. Unknown to him, a snake had also touched the same fruit and had poisoned it. But of course, our sage did not know about this and was unaware of the situation. O king, I saw this fruit in the garden and I thought you deserve this. Thank you so much for this, O great sage. I humbly accept this as prasada. I will have it tomorrow after I complete my daily puja and prayers. That same night, Devi came to the sage in his dream. Oh my dear son, the time has come for me to leave you now. From now on, you will be on your own. As you seem fit, mother, I am also thinking of going back to the mountains again tomorrow. Thank you so much for all your blessings. Next morning, as expected, the king completed all his daily duties, puja, prayers, etc. and ate the fruit. Suddenly, he fell flat on the ground and lost consciousness. Oh, is anybody there? Is anybody there? The king has fallen down. The king has fallen down. What happened? What happened? 
Someone call the royal doctor. Hurry up, hurry up, fast. The doctors eventually come. After a few tests, they also administer some medicines to the king. O king, we strongly believe the fruit that you ate was poisoned. Hearing to this, the ministers, the generals were shocked and enraged. Ha! That sage is a total fraud. He is a crook. I knew this from the day he arrived in the palace. He has been acting with lot of suspicion on not one but many occasions. He acted like he was saving the king. But now, now he is actually trying to kill the king again. He should be hanged to death now. O king, don't you worry at all. Just pass on the orders and we will take care of him. They also bring the sage to the king. Now the sage is fully aware of the situation with the king. O Raja, the king, why? Why would I want to kill you? I only wished well for you and gave you the fruit. In fact, I gave it to you with my choicest blessings for you to have a child. I will never wish death upon you or anybody in the family. Everyone in the room is now waiting for what the king is going to do next. The sage was also a little bit worried because he did not have Lakshmi Devi with him anymore. The king decided to give him the benefit of the doubt and asked the soldiers to allow him to go back to the mountains unharmed. There ends the story. You still remember the Subhashita from the beginning? A rough translation goes something like this. A person even when pierced by a hundred arrows, will not die if the time is right. Not his time, and he will not survive even the touch of a straw thorn. Has it ever happened to you? You have done all that is needed for a task, and still things did not go your way. However, in other grave situations, the problem is solved by itself and we wonder, how did this happen and so smoothly? Does this story help you decipher the two situations? The story is trying to make a point by showing extreme scenarios. In the first two instances, the sage is creating out outrageous situations, but he easily gets out of them. In the last instance, he did not mean any harm, but he almost got killed. Call it destiny, God, act of God or anything. When it is in our favor, also meaning God is with us, we are safeguarded by it. Or otherwise, we could get into deep trouble. This exact meaning is also conveyed by the Subhashita as explained. 
let's all hope we always have the grace of god and destiny always be in our favor happy pondering and a happy new year to one and all that's all for today until next time please keep listening to stories and do provide feedback at kathalaya the podcast at gmail.com